Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Maxi, your genial radio show host, bringing you America's most widely syndicated radio travel show every weekend. Nice to have you in the house today. And please, was this was this a week for news or what? The young leader of North Korea, well, he has one less uncle now. No worries, Dennis Rodman's keeping his plans to travel this week to North Korea to train its basketball team. Uruguay became the first country in the world to totally legalize the sale of marijuana. However, you might want to note that foreign visitors will not be able to go into a marijuana store and buy any grass. But I wonder if it'll be hard for visitors to score some dope some other way. The Supreme Court in India overturned a four-year-old court ruling that had decriminalized homosexuality in that country. Somewhere in Russia, I think I hear Vladimir Putin applauding, applauding. I'm taking bets now on how long that ruling's going to stand in India. And in South Africa, during the Nelson Mandela Memorial Service attended by world leaders, including our president, what we had was a failure to communicate, at least when it came to sign language. One wonders how these things happen. And the FAA said that despite the FCC's ruling that passengers can safely use cell phones on planes for calls, it's not likely to allow that because it believes the airline industry and passengers don't want to fly in planes where people are busy on their phones saying things like, yeah, I think we're over Iowa right now. Man, look, down, look at that snow down there. I tend to agree. But a dozen foreign airlines do permit cell phones aloft now. So I expect it's only a matter of time until we get dragged into that world as well. I'm going to have a little more travel news, one particular item I want you to know about in a moment. But first, here's what's coming up this hour. Can travel improve your health? I mean, like can travel decrease your risk of heart attack, depression, maybe even promote brain health? My guest in about two minutes, Michael Hoden, is the executive director of the Global Counseling on Aging. He thinks so. He'll tell us all about it. And does a summer whitewater paddle through the mosquito-infested Arctic Wildlife Refuge sound good to you? Joni Tevis is an English professor. She works at Furman University in Greenville, South Carolina. She said it changed her life. We're going to meet her shortly. And I know you hear a lot of holiday travel advice this time of year, but Bob Diener, co-founder of Hotels.com, is a pro, and he might have a couple of tips you might, haven't, you might not have thought about. Then to stretch those holiday travel dollars, we talk about that all the time, of course, Rob McLean of Points.com joins me to tell you how to organize your hotel and airline loyalty programs. Well, so they serve you the best. You can get the most miles. So the bottom line is we've got a full house. Now, just one news item I need to mention before we meet our first guest. A 58-year-old Wichita man was arrested when he tried to drive into a secure area of Wichita's airport Friday where he allegedly wanted to detonate a car filled with explosives. Oh, can you imagine that? He'd been under surveillance since early summer when he allegedly said he wanted to commit an act of violence or violent jihad against the United States. Terry Lee Lowen had a security pass that allowed him access to restricted parts of that Wichita airport. But authorities say no one was ever in any danger as the explosives he had, been, he had in his car had been rendered inert. I want to say that again, rendered inert before he arrived at the airport. He was arrested at the airport at 5.40 a.m. in the, 5.40 in the morning on Friday. Now, I don't know how this happened, but it's a safe bet that if his explosives had been rendered useless, obviously someone from the law managed to disable those explosives before Mr. Lowen awoke so early on Friday morning to make what he thought would be a deadly drive to the airport. 
In that case, congratulations appear to be in order to law enforcement in Wichita. Another terrible, terrible, would have been just terrible disaster uh, thwarted. So all this week, I've been looking forward to talking to my first guest. We often talk on this show about the psychological and emotional value of travel, but can travel make you physically healthier? Michael Houghton is the executive director of the Global Council on Aging, and he says yes. Welcome to the show, Mr. Houghton. Nice to have you here. Thank you. Nice to be here. Now, you know, a lot of people think they need a vacation after a vacation because they're so exhausted. What makes you think travel can make someone physically healthier? Interesting question. We have a growing array of data that connects travel uh, with healthy aging. Uh, It's associated with uh, as direct uh, values as cardiovascular health uh, to uh, less direct but very, very important uh, around mental health. And the reason we're interested in this is that the... uh, growing demographic uh, of what we refer to as the aging population uh, is huge and it is global. And so if we can keep people, enable or help people to stay healthy longer through any variety of means, including travel, then this is a very good thing. Well, you mentioned cardiovascular. Is it simply because travel, just by definition, compels people to get out and about more, to walk more, to I mean, just getting sometimes from some big airports, for, you know, out to your gate is a quarter-mile walk. Yeah. Well, w- what we know is that in looking at uh, various databases and talking to experts um, and in connecting dots, that there is now very, very clear relationship between uh, travel and healthy aging. We always knew that if you were healthy, you could travel more. I mean, this is obvious. Assuming one has the financial wherewithal to do it, which is another point that we should come to. Um, But, you know, it doesn't have to be extensive or expensive travel either. Um, So what we we did in trying to understand this phenomenon a little better is to look into certain databases and begin talking to experts. Uh, So, for example, we looked into the famous and infamous great Framingham study, sure. and uh, we found that uh, women who vacation every six years or less had a significantly higher risk of developing a heart attack or coronary death compared to women who vacationed at least twice a year. Hmm. Now, what we know is that's a correlation. That is interesting. And now what we're calling for is greater uh, research into that. But it's also true that when you talk to experts, that you begin to get this uh, supported. Uh, For example, Dr. Paul Nussbaum uh, from ABPP, uh, president and founder of Brain Health Center, uh, told us that because it challenges the brain with new and different experiences and environment, travel is an important behavior that promotes brain health and builds brain resilience across the lifespan. So, you know, as we look into data, as we talk to experts, and the the reason is that the growing number of people in America and around the world, over 55, is huge. The percentage of those of us over 55 or 60 relative to the rest of the population on the globe is becoming even greater. In a few years, by 2020, there will be more of us over 60 than under 15. This is I'm new. very aware of that, Michael. I'm in that in cohort. History. 
I'm very I'm in that cohort. We uh, are running out of time. Is there a place listeners could go to learn more about what you all have found out? Uh, yes. Uh, the Global Coalition on Aging has a website. Uh, U.S. Travel uh, is a huge uh, place that one can go. And Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies just issued a major report on the topic which people should go to. Michael Holden is the Executive Director of the Global Council on Aging. We'll put a link on my Facebook fan page. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami? Use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. GEICO presents another helpful message from your conscience. You should switch to GEICO because you could save money on car insurance. Yeah, you agree with me because I'm your conscience. I'm always telling you to do the right thing. Listen to this. GEICO's been around for 75 years, so they have an impressive legacy of saving people money. They deserve a Lifetime Achievement Award for that little jewel. Anyway, switch to GEICO. And let's slow down on the powdered donuts. Try to respect yourself. You know what I'm saying? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Look, kid, you're new here. So let me tell you the three keys to a long, happy career. First, high heat gloves, page 2640 of the Granger catalog. Second, intrinsically safe earmuffs, page 2606. Third, portable eyewash stations, page 2790. Am I the grand poobah of workplace safety? No. Granger is. They have page after page of safety products. The Granger catalog and all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, Go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by Travel Guard. Here's an offer you're going to want to take advantage of. Reader's Digest, a name you know and trust for reliable expert advice, has teamed up with Travel Guard, the nation's leading provider of travel insurance and assistance services plans, to offer you a free Smart Spenders travel guide. It'll tell you how you can afford a vacation, even on a tight budget, how to save at hotels, restaurants, and resorts, what to do to avoid making expensive travel mistakes, and about 110 more money-saving tips, ideas, and much more. All you got to do is go to TravelGuard.com for your free copy of this valuable guide, TravelGuard.com. Or if you go to the radio show's website, RudyMaxa.com, right up at the top of the homepage, you'll see a link to that. I read a fascinating article. I would, as a journalist, call it more of an essay uh, by Joni Tevis uh, in, in magazine, uh, the magazine Orion. You've heard me uh, talk about Orion 
previously, and she had a fascinating piece about, well, about rafting through Alaska. Um, and Joni, I'd like to welcome you to the show because uh, to me, it, it, it sounded like a fairly adventurous and uh, certainly mosquito-heavy uh, uh, trip. How did you come to take this particular trip and, and, and do this, given the fact that you work in Greenville, South Carolina as a professor of English yeah. at Furman University? That's right. That's right. Well, um, I'd, I'd wanted to go to Alaska for years, many years. And then I, I got this bee in my bonnet to go to the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Anwar, because you, you hear a lot of, of talk about it every now and then, but it was it was hard to get a real read on what it was actually like. Um, some people would say, "Oh, you know, it, it's empty. There's nothing there," and then others say, "Well, it's the American Serengeti." So I thought, "What what is it? Which one is true?" And so to, I got this opportunity. I, was, I got the chance for, to go, and yeah, go I just ahead. jumped at it. Yeah, and, I jumped. And, at I, it. and I gather from reading your essay, I've not. I've certainly been to Alaska several times. I know that was your first visit. But to the, mm -hmm. shall we say, urban eye, or sort of East Coast, or well, any mainland forty-eight states eye, there really is nothing there, is there until you get there and start looking closely, which you certainly did. Oh, it was it was amazing. I mean, it was it was just teeming with life. And yet, it wasn't anything I was used to seeing. Um, right. We were north of, of the tree line, so, so there was that difference. My sense of scale was very off. Well, it changed. I mean, it, 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 yeah, it, it unbalanced you, didn't it? And it changed. It changed. It we talk about travel on the show changing your life a lot. Yeah. Now, I know this yeah. trip took place four years ago, but this changed your life, didn't it? Well, you know, it really did. Um, I and I, I, I kind of wanted it to. I wanted this to be a big special trip. And my husband and I had had done a lot of camping and rafting and hiking trips before that that were each life altering in their own way. But um, somewhere along the way in the refuge, I realized that things were going to be very different when we got home. Um, and in fact, they were. And I I found out that. Uh, we had a young stowaway, and it was our daughter Caroline, who's now <laughs> you, who's now three. But it was you, that, to have that experience was just tremendous. You discovered you were pregnant while on this. How long was it? A three-week trip? Four week? Yes, yes. The, the, the whole the trip the whole trip itself was six weeks, but the part that we were in the refuge was a little over two weeks. Um, yeah, and I, it sort of began to dawn on me that things were things were a little different. Um, and of course, I, I couldn't know for sure until we got out. But uh, so amazing to have that realization dawning in this land where the sun never sets, and you're sort of paddling past midnight, and then getting up at noon and going out and seeing these huge herds of caribou. It was not—it was like nothing else I'd ever seen. And you saw nobody else there, did you? To crawl into the purpose. Well, n not really. We were there w with our guide, uh, Carl mm -hmm. Donahue um, of Expeditions Alaska, and, and it was really tremendous to have him there. He was crucial. Um, and we would occasionally see another raft of of people doing what we were doing, but it was it was very very wide and very um, people free mostly. The my guest is Joni Tevis. She's a professor of English at Furman University in Greenville, South Carolina, and she wrote an article. It's called "What the Body Knows." It's for the November-December issue of Orion, and you can find it by going to OrionMagazine-Digital.com. I, I I can't. I'm a magazine writer, actually, in my real life and my training. 
uh, Jody, and I heard an interview you gave to the magazine, actually, where you said you did 50 rewrites of this article. I, I want to jump <laughs> off my balcony if I have to do two rewrites of any article. I can't imagine. What were you trying to oh, get right? Well, you know, it was so hard for me to get a read on, on what I made of the experience. In, I, while I was there, I was taking all these notes, you know how it is, and I was trying to get all the details down and get the material right. And then when I got back to South Carolina, the time came to try to shape it into something that other people could also understand, first so that I could understand it myself, but then so I could share it. And I, I hit on, on the basic journey shape. That seemed to work well. But then how much outside research do you need to pull in? Um, how much will, will make it kind of asphyxiate under too much detail? But how much is helpful? So, And then I, I wasn't really sure that I wanted to make it um, as much about me and about this new life as it ended up being. But then I thought, you know what, I can't escape it. That's really what this experience is about. Well, reading the piece, first of all, you sure know a lot about plants, and I figure that was post-trip research, unless your guide knew everything. <laughs> but but I found well, it to I, be a myth. I really like plants. I, I love lichen, Rudy. I can't lie. I love lichen. <laughs> well, I learned a lot. Um, but I found it to be a very mystical piece, a very ethereal piece, a very hmm. uh, certainly going beyond any levels any of my hack magazine pieces go to in National Geographic Traveler. Don't let my editor hear that. Um <laughs> I thought it was a very emotive piece, and certainly mm -hmm. you're discovering you're pregnant along the way uh, added an element that I could never add uh, to my right. pieces. Um, That's right. <laughs> but, but I felt that, that it really was for you a mystical journey, that you were out of place yeah. totally, that you were battling mosquitoes. I mean, you could, could barely eat food without lifting up a face veil and hoping you didn't get a mouthful right. of mosquitoes. So oh, this was, you were definitely out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, more so than any other trip we've ever taken. Did it and, make you, you know, want to we, go we, back? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it was, it was hard to get to, um, and I thought at the time, this is, this is a difficult experience. But I would, I would love more than anything to go back. For listeners who might read your piece and want to go, how do you get there? Well, I think the best thing to, to do is to contact a good guide. Um, sure. Like I say, our guide, our guide Carl Donahue, was, was terrific. Um, you, you need to, either you or your guide need to hire a bush plane to drop you off because it's a roadless zone. So do you fly so, into Anchorage? Excuse me for interrupting. Where do you fly into, yeah. to Alaska, just to begin with? Well, you could fly into Anchorage um, or, and, and then take the train up to Fairbanks, or you could just fly into Fairbanks. And then take on, a bush plane? You, yeah, and then I mean, we drove with our guide up to Coldfoot, Alaska, <clears throat> um, population 13. So that's along the Hall Road, <laughs> which people have maybe seen if they've watched Ice Road Truckers. Um, sure. Pretty exciting, you know, that goes from Fairbanks up to Dead Horse. So, um, yeah, our, our bush plane, this was Coyote Air, they left out of Coldfoot and then dropped us off at the upper marsh fork of the Canning River. And, and then for two weeks we paddled to the Arctic, yeah. You were in Whitewater, and you were there in June, July, if I recollect correctly. Was it mild mm -hmm. during the day and cold at night? Well, you know, it was. It, that was another thing. You'd think it would be easy to tell if, it, I mean, what temperature it is, but it wasn't yes. always because the the wind was constantly blowing. So even though we had lived in Minnesota before moving back to South Carolina, I had never been so cold in my life as we were some days paddling on the river because. 
if it was raining and the wind was blowing at you and you're in this self-bailing raft, so your, your feet are in the glacial till from the river, it was, it was very cold some days. But you just don't know. I mean, some days in Alaska the weather can be terrific and it's, it's like paradise, and some days it's a little more challenging. Well, since I now live in St. Paul, Minnesota, and it's December, and it was wind chill of 35, I, I, oh. I give you total credit for being expert on what's cold and what's not. <laughs> oh, I don't um, know You now have a, a daughter who must be, what, about four? Yeah, she, she, um, she's three and a half. That's right. A, it's a cute age. Yeah. And what's her name? Her name's Caroline. I thought you might name her Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> be a good she's name. She's a lot of fun. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to take her back there. It'll be amazing. Well, I would commend anyone who's thought about going to Alaska, taking a trip there, particularly taking an adventurous trip, uh, to read yes. Joni Tevis's article. Tevis is spelled T-E-V-I-S. You can find it at orionmagazine-digital.com. Uh, Joni's a professor of English at Furman University, and she has a very thoughtful essay called What the Body Knows in the November-December issue. Joni, uh, uh, it was fascinating read, and I really appreciate Thank you spending you. time this weekend talking to me. Take care. Thanks so much for having me, Rudy. I appreciate it. My pleasure. When we come back in just a moment, what are we going to talk about when we come back? Oh, we're going to talk about uh, um, how to save money while traveling with a guy who really knows. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to discover what Ireland's great cities have to offer. Cities including Dublin, Belfast, Galway, and Kilkenny are as rooted in history as they are in the 21st century. From ancient landmarks to five-star hotels, from a new generation of chefs cooking up a foodie scene as dynamic as it is delicious to iconic castles and coastlines, all are within easy reach of these vibrant city hubs that are making their way onto best destination lists from National Geographic to TripAdvisor. Plan a trip today and go to Ireland.com or RudyMaxa.com and click on Sponsors. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami? Use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World at 33 minutes after the hour. Say, if you're doing your holiday shopping and you're looking for a great gift, uh, no, let me tell you this first. Let me, let me tell you about the paid advertiser first. This segment of Rudy Maxa is brought to you by Orbitz. Orbitz has created a simple program that rewards you faster than anyone else. You can book your hotel and airline travel through Orbitz and you'll get rewarded instantly. From now until, uh, well, this is, an, this is an old message. Don't worry about what I was just about to tell you. It is free to join Orbitz's program. Go there. Sign up for Orbitz.com at Orbitz.com slash rewards. 
Um, and when you book uh, on Orbitz, airline fare, for example, you'll get instant credit in, in terms of Orbux that you can apply to a hotel stay on that trip or a future trip. You can accumulate those Orbux as you use Orbitz to book your travel. So check it out by going to Orbitz.com slash rewards. Free to join. It's an incentive program to use Orbitz, obviously a good idea. And I was just going to suggest if you're looking for holiday ideas, I got a lot of DVDs for sale on the great destinations in the world. If you have someone in your family about to take a trip or you'd like to relive a place you went to or if you've got a graduate student going to study abroad, uh, just go to maxa.tv or rudymaxa.com. There's a link to television shows and go to store. And I've got about 45 DVDs from my public television series on the great destinations of the world. Each DVD has two to three shows on it. Um, just a little gift idea. It's holiday time. It's holiday season. People are traveling, certainly over the Thanksgiving and December holidays more than ever. A lot of leisure travelers, amateur travelers, some business travelers would say they're umpty-ump articles, as my mother used to say, umpty-ump articles on how to travel wisely during the season. We thought we'd go to a guy who travels all the time and thinks about it. His name is Bob Diener. He is the co-founder of GetARoom.com and Hotels.com. What does GetARoom.com offer me, Bob, before we get to your travel tips? What, 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 why should I go to GetARoom.com? What am I going to see? All right, that's a good question. So we have something unique in the travel industry. It's called unpublished rates. That's and right. And what we do is, in addition to the rate that we put on the site, which we guarantee to be the lowest, Hotels give us lower rates that we hide in our call center. They're called unpublished rates. I shouldn't talk too loudly about this because it's kind of a secret. So I'm going to say it softly. But if you <laughs> go to getaroom.com and you look, the, it says on the site, call us for better rate. If you call us, most hotels that participate will give you 10 to 20, typically 10 to 20% off. We have some as much as 40, 50, and 60% off the lowest rate on the Internet just by picking up the phone and calling. It's kind of a secret thing in the industry. We have 30,000 hotels participating. But, you know, because nobody calls anywhere. Everybody goes online. Oh, that's so this great. Is I, this is your secret safe paid. with us and the listeners to, of, of 170 news talk stations coast to coast, Bob. We won't tell a soul. <laughs> I, I, well, I really got to be quiet now. So, so this is, but, All right, we but got about three minutes. People don't realize. You see, years ago we used to put lower rates on the site. Now hotels say, uh, hey, we got to have the same rate everywhere. And people get frustrated. They go to five or six sites, and it's the same rate everywhere. So we figured out a way to do it, and we hide it in the call center. That's one thing we do. The other thing we do is flash sales. And, and, and flash sales is where hotels give us a much lower rate, typically 10 to 60% less. You can stay whenever you want, but you have to book it during that flash sale window. It's kind of impulse buying. And it's usually anywhere from a couple hours to 24 hours. And a lot of times we'll have little clocks, and we'll tell you two hours left, four hours left, or it may say 10 or 12-hour sale. If you book it during that flash sale window, you're going to get a great deal, uh, but you've got to, you can't wait. To, you've got to book it there during that time window to get the deal. And then you stay whenever you want, and you save a bundle. All right, so you've learned how to save on hotels while you travel. We have two minutes left for your other holiday travel tips, Bob. Take them off. All right, well, first thing is book as far in advance as you can. Don't wait till the last minute, even a few days in advance. If you could do 14 or 21 days in advance, you're going to get the best deal. Also, always uh, put your frequent uh, stay number in. If you're not a member of the frequent stay program, call the hotel group that you're going to. Get a number for them. It's free. Give them the number when you check in. You can often get free upgrades. Some give you late checkouts. Some give you free newspapers, some free breakfast. But it's always free. Also, check on the Internet plan. What are you going to do for Internet? A lot of hotels charge a lot. Some are free. Check if there's free Internet use. Also, think about your hotspot on your phone because that can often be free. Also, uh, make sure you guarantee your room for late arrival. So you want to make sure that your room is guaranteed in case you have a flight delay. You don't want to have a problem. Also, if you're booking two rooms, 
Call the hotel if you want the two rooms together because you've got kids. Call the hotel in advance. Make sure they put them together. Otherwise, you can end up totally different sides of the hotel. But if you call them in advance, they can hold those rooms for you and often put them together. And then think about, if you're traveling with the family over the holidays, think about a vacation rental. We have several thousand vacation rentals on the site. They can often be much more spacious than a little hotel room. Often a lot of them have kitchens. We've got everything from studios to one, two, three bedrooms. But they can often be better values. And then if, they, if you don't have a vacation and you still want the hotel and you want a suite, think about sometimes putting two rooms together can sometimes be lower priced than a suite. So you want to check it both ways. And, and my number one tip, Bring chocolate kisses with you. I do this all the time. I keep my pocket full of chocolate kisses. When I get to the front desk, I take it out. People love it. And you give them a little smile. You say, can you upgrade me? A lot of hotels will upgrade you for free just because you're nice to them. And you Bob, give them the man chocolate with chocolate melting in his pocket in Miami Beach. That's great. <laughs> that is great. I want to second your emotion. We've just got a couple seconds left about uh, registering for a frequent guest program uh, when you stay in a hotel. Even if you think you're not going to stay in a Hyatt for another 10 years or a Hilton or a Best Western or whatever program it you're signing matter. up with. It doesn't matter. It's free. It doesn't matter because if it gives you free Internet, you save $15 a night maybe. Exactly. And, and Hyatt, for example, they usually put you in a better floor. They have special floors for their, for their passport members, and it's free. And, and some hotels will even put you in a, a, you know, a bigger room, so they'll put you in a suite, and you often get late checkout, some free breakfast. There it is. The tips from Bob Diener, the co-founder of Hotels.com, and he runs GetARoom.com now. Check it out for details. Bob, happy holidays. Thanks for dropping by Holidays again. to you too, Rudy. Take care. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World for more travel talk right after this break. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery. You want to feel like a million bucks today? Have all the confidence in the world? Well, it can't happen if you have bad breath, so why don't you do what I do? Get your hands on Smart Mouth Mouthwash and get 12 hours of fresh breath. Rinse at night, wake up without nasty morning breath. Rinse in the morning, fresh breath all day. For 40 cents a rinse, have confidence that you can't get with any other mouthwash. So put your money where your mouth is. Smart Mouth 12-Hour Mouthwash. It's in stores everywhere. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Because Mike switched to Geico and saved hundreds of dollars on car insurance, his money clip wants to shake his hand firmly for a solid three seconds. But it can't. Fact is, most money clips don't have hands to shake with. Switch to Geico, and every time you notice the extra cash, you'll know your money clip wants to give you a firm handshake. But remember, it can't. It doesn't have hands. It is, however, happy that you're saving money. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You hear that rattle, kid? That's an unbalanced condenser fan. That's bad. Unbalanced things break. Broken things cost money. Spending money leads to unbalanced budgets. That's why I like Granger. They balance my needs with my budget. Granger has counterweights, fan blades, motors, everything we need to keep this place humming. Not rattling. Humming. The Granger catalog in all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Hi, Rudy Maxa inviting you to explore one of the hippest destinations in Europe, Ireland. Ireland's fascinating cities, including Dublin and Belfast, are making their way onto the best destination lists of Lonely Planet, National Geographic, and TripAdvisor. 2013 has seen a huge increase in access, with many flights from various U.S. cities making a visit to Ireland highly accessible. And once you arrive, there's never been a better time to taste Ireland's fabulous cuisine in Dublin's Creative Quarter, or sample some of the freshest seafood from the nearby coast in Galway City. Meet the new generation of chefs in Belfast, Cork, or Kilkenny, taking fresh seasonal ingredients and transforming them into mouth-watering dishes. In 2014, the Wild Atlantic Way will open. That's Ireland's first long-distance driving route, offering visitors an opportunity to truly discover the west coast of this breathtaking country. Come, discover all that Ireland has to offer by planning a trip today. For more information, go to Ireland.com or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World 43 After the Hour. This segment of the show is brought to you by Ireland, inviting you to discover what Ireland's great cities have to offer in the new year. Cities including Dublin, Belfast, Galway, and Kilkenny are as rooted in history as they are in the 21st century. From ancient landmarks to five-star hotels, from a new generation of chefs cooking up a foodie scene as dynamic as it is delicious, to iconic castles and coastlines, all are within easy reach of these vibrant city hubs that are making their way onto best destination lists from National Geographic to TripAdvisor. Plan a trip today by going to Ireland.com or just go to RudyMaxa.com and click on Sponsors, Ireland.com. We talked a moment ago with Bob Diener from GetARoom.com about uh, um, how to save on hotel rooms and some other little tricks for holiday travel or travel really any time of day. Let's bring in another expert. He is Rob McLean. He is CEO of Points.com. Uh, and, and we did touch on with uh, Rob, uh, excuse me, Rob with uh, Bob about the advisability of even if you're going to stay in a high at one time in your life and you're about to do it to join their 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 loyalty program or uh, if only to get you know perhaps free wi-fi or maybe a slight slightly better room you take it to a whole nother level of the game at points.com don't you yeah and really that's a great advice to give uh, consumers because if you're if you're there spending and you're there uh, patronizing that business uh, there may be uh, uh, any number of opportunities to earn miles or points, uh, and I think people sometimes don't realize there's there's tremendous value being accrued in those programs. Uh, so whether you're staying there once or twice, or some guys are spending a hundred nights in a hotel, uh, always wise to to join the program and uh, collect those miles and points. Now, keeping track of those miles and points is, I know, because <laughs> I've been doing it since the darn thing started 25 years ago. And when you just get American and United, that was easy. But now everybody's got a loyalty program. I think even my local – I know my local Super America gas station has a damn loyalty program. Yeah, um, that's right. It's uh, it's really something that has taken off uh, average uh, American. We're in uh, 20 to 22 different loyalty programs. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, the United and AA days, it was a bit easier at that time. But now <laughs> when you have 22-plus uh, – 20 to 22 pro- programs you're participating in, it, it really is important to understand uh, and manage and track those. That's really a big part of what points.com does. It really helps these consumers, you know, consolidate all of that information because I think one of the key things is if you're in that many programs, trying to understand the complexity of it all is quite difficult. And as a result,
lot of consumers aren't getting the value that they, they could be getting it. So, so you what is your lo- how does your loyalty wallet help them do that? What, what, well, what do you do? You, wallet, you enter all your, your programs? Exactly. You do that once, and we'll keep track of all of your uh, uh, balances, uh, various offers uh, on a real-time basis, so you can check back in there at any time you see all of your assets. And that's really the way you should be thinking about it. It's a, it's a wallet that, that holds um, some real value and real assets, uh, and you only have to input those once in your passwords and pins, and we'll keep that all updated. And the, the airlines and hotels and retailers want to have you engaged. So there's a, any number of offers and specials and, and uh, uh, unique things that come through points.com to the, the members that are, are, are in there. And there's about 4 million members using it today. And the December holiday gift season is really a great time, isn't it, to rack up points if you're going to shop at brand-name stores or brand-name stores online, if you go through uh, airline portals that have uh, affiliations with Saks Fifth Avenue, with uh, Macy's, with Kohl's, with with every, a lot of, I mean, every banana, the whole gamut, you're not only, you get perhaps loyalty programs at those stores, but also you'll get loyalty program, you'll get miles uh, or hotel points, correct? Absolutely. Uh, you know, th- this day and age, you almost should never be in a situation where you're buying something that you aren't being rewarded in some form or another, either with an airline mile or hotel mile or the, the, the store that you're actually patronizing may be offering a, a currency at the same time. So, you know, you should be able to earn these miles and points more broadly than ever before. And there's just a tremendous number of things that you can do with the currency once you've accrued enough uh, to claim an award. And, and we see a lot of that happening at points.com during the Christmas season. Lots of redemption and people using these other assets to, to get those gifts that they've uh, been looking for. And if I, uh, st- uh, if I store my programs at uh, points.com, will you let me know if miles are about to expire that I need to use, whether or at least keep that account active by buying a magazine subscription or something? Well, we do try to communicate with those members where that's happening. Uh, some specific functionality will be coming down the, the road very soon to specifically address that. But the program gives you an opportunity to track and manage those points much more aggressively. And frankly, most of the big loyalty programs out there, as long as you're doing something in the loyalty program, some right. kind of activity, they'll uh, let those miles last forever. So we, we're hopefully helping consumers do that at points.com. Rob McLean is the CEO of Points.com. Check it out, at, obviously, at Points.com. Rob, have a lovely holiday yourself, and thank you for dropping by. Great. Thank you. Elizabeth Becker coming up next to talk about the dark side of cruising. And I don't know exactly what side she means, but we'll find out right after this break. Don't go away, will you? Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. Elizabeth Becker knows a lot about cruise ships. She's written a book uh, about the cruise industry. Um, called Overbook, The Exploding Business of Travel and Tourism. Excuse me, it was not a book about the cruise industry. It was a book about the travel industry. But she's a contributor to the Saturday Evening Post, and she recently wrote a piece called The Dark Side of, uh, well, Destination Nowhere, The Dark Side of the Cruise Industry. And it's nice to have Elizabeth back on the show. Hi, Elizabeth, how are you? Hi, Rudy. It's nice to be back. Well, we spend a 
good amount of time. We, we, uh, we, we talked just a few weeks ago about um, um, a report card that's issued every year on how various cruise lines are doing in the treatment of their waste and what comes out of their smokestacks. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you touched that on that on your piece either. But when you say the dark side of the cruise industry, you're talking about more than that. I know that's included, but tell me some of the other aspects that you looked at in the Saturday evening uh, post piece that are the average cruiser cruise customer might not be thinking about. Well, it's essentially how these cruise industries, uh, these cruise ships, avoid all kinds of regulation and the dumping in, uh, of sewage in the ocean and the polluting of the air are two of them. But there are other things, for instance, just for personal safety. Um, these, these are hotels, essentially, with, and theme parks without regulations. So not long ago, a little um, a child drowned in a pool in um, one of the big cruise ships because they don't have lifeguards, and it's not required on any of the ships. And, of course, the great turnover in, in Italy of a, of a carnival ship that killed, um, I think, at least 30 people the personal safety issues are such that, for instance, people disappear because they fall over on the railings. And um, when he was still senator, John Kerry introduced legislations to try to get um, the cruise ships to have some basic safety. But the problem is they are flagged um, in foreign countries and registered in foreign countries, so they do not have to follow American regulations, even though they're headquartered here. And that being flagged in countries like Liberia and elsewhere also allow them to pay very low salaries and uh, avoid taxation that most American corporations are subject to. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. And salary is not even a proper term for what these people are paid. It's lower than many third-world countries. Uh, The waiters are paid $50 a month. They have almost no days off. They work what, 10, 12 hours a, a day, and they're paid $50 a month, and they're expected to live on tips. Um, you, when you're on these trips, you rarely see, if ever, American employees because they don't have the kinds of um, wages or benefits or even protections that Americans take for granted. Yeah, that a local McDonald's might have. I wonder uh, how, I mean, obviously the tips must be lucrative enough to keep these employees from other countries on these ships. I know they're supporting families back home, many of them. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a thing about how much an average, say, you know, housekeeper on a ship uh, makes, because I know tips are split up. Do you have any sense of that? Yes. um, I use the the $50 for the waiter because that's pretty average. And the the what is phenomenal now is that before the wages compared um, handsomely to what you could um, earn in your own country, but as particularly as countries in Asia and Europe or um, Eastern Europe are improving their salaries, people are less likely to join those cruise ships, so you have a very high turnover employees now. Um, I compared it to <clears throat> uh, Singapore, for instance, which... Um, used to provide uh, employees, but they don't anymore. And Europeans used to be much more common. Sure. Now they tend to be from Eastern, formerly Eastern European countries that couldn't afford that. This is sort of what happens when um, you cut corners and um, you end up also with the problems you can imagine of people who do not speak English as their first language but are required to speak it throughout the ships. 
And in some cases, when crimes involved, uh, we don't know their history, their their background isn't researched as thoroughly as one might might wish. We just, uh, but but I I did want to go back to the tip part. Um, I know you mentioned an average salary, or mm-hmm. so to speak, quote unquote, of fifty dollars. But do you have any idea what these waiters might make in tips in a month? Yes, each when you are on a cruise ship, you are given a uh, cruise uh, a, a tip envelope. And you're and you're more or less required to give it in a sense. Yes. The pass, you discover that you are in fact subsidizing the salary. So, I took a I took such a cruise for my book and and talked about it in my book, overbooked. And it's in a sense the waiters. Everybody tells you, please give me a tip because that's what I'm living on. So right. that you triple at least triple, and they have to they have to earn. One of the reasons they're so solicitous and so friendly is because they have to learn, earn those tips in order to, as you said, help support people back home, but also to pay their airplane fare back home. Maybe we should extend this across all hotels and restaurants in the United States, for goodness sake, <laughs> if it makes me... <laughs> and then the uh. other thing that is, is um, not up front is the amount of money that you pay when, once you get on the ship. The ah, majority yes. of the ship's profits don't come from that that initial fee you pay but there's all kinds of hidden extras that are e- that you are ending up spending and well let me elizabeth i know we're going to lose you here but i know if a casino isn't profitable on a particular sale or if the salon isn't profitable or shore excursions that cruise line can lose money elizabeth we have to say goodbye to elizabeth becker's piece in the saturday evening post she's author of the book overbooked if you want to know more about the trap behind the scenes in the travel industry i'm rudy maxa if your station is leaving us this hour stick around we'll be back in about well we'll be back in a week for you otherwise we'll be back in about six minutes You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.